Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of All Dad Jazz, the podcast where I explore the joys and challenges of parenthood. I am your host, Giovanni, and today I've got a topic that many parents can relate to, and that is tantrum control. As a father of two little ones, I have certainly had my fair share of tantrums, um, some more recently than others. But I've actually learned a few strategies along the way that I'd like to share with you all. And I do just want to note these aren't strategies that I read in a self-help book or a parenting book of other sorts. This is obviously just first-hand experiences that I have as a dad of two young children. And I feel as a dad, it's my duty to pay it forward. And overall, I feel that these tips can also be applied to any dad who's, you know, facing kind of issues with the tantrum controls and how to alleviate them and build communication between yourself and your little one or little ones for that matter. So, episode 13, let's get right into it. so let's kind of just dive in into our first tip for managing tantrums tip number one it's to stay calm me personally it, it's a very difficult challenge to be calm in any situation where i just kind of feel overwhelmed or stressed my first reaction is to immediately just get angry i sometimes find myself that i become so irate that i just can't handle my feelings are just the words that I say, and this is very crucial when talking to your child, especially a toddler, an infant, just finally learning about the world around them. You know, they're modeling everything that you are displaying. Ultimately, your children are or yourselves, right? Miniature versions of yourselves. When your child is in the middle of a tantrum, it is just really essential. Kids are exactly like sponges so they pick up on our emotions so if you get upset or frustrated it's only going to escalate the situation so what i have to remind myself to do during these moments is just take a deep breath remind yourself that tantrums are just a normal part of child development once you find your happy place and you feel you can be reasonable enough to kind of see eye to eye with your child from there you can go ahead and, and, you know, kind of resolve, find a solution together. So my daughter, for example, will do something along the lines of uh, having to sleep with a specific uh, stuffed animal when she goes to sleep. Now, in the beginning, it wasn't so, you know, it was very subtle. Oh, I want to sleep with the Mickey Mouse today, or I want to sleep with Donald Dog, Goofy, whatever it is. And there are times where she just can't find that specific animal. And, you know, she'll kind of just throw like a little hissy fit. She'll do like the, the, the stamping of the feet and, you know, grabbing of the hair. And I always have to just kind of remind myself like, hey, it's it's okay. We can find this animal later. Why don't you sleep with a different animal? Time will pass. We'll find it, whatever it is. It's always going to be greener on the other side. And uh, sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. But you always remember you have to stay calm. Screaming, screaming matches with your child won't solve anything. I know my first reaction was always just to kind of just yell and kind of just get my way, kind of just assess the situation, take complete control of it. Very like a manipulative. That was my approach in the beginning. 
because just that's just how I was raised. There was no talking things through. There wasn't none of that seeing eye to eye, not explain my emotions. It was usually just be quiet and shut up, do as you're told. And as a dad now, it's my time to change that, change the way that, uh, or change the the steps in addressing tantrums and realizing that my child is kind of just like a a, a mini human. So I, I don't need to speak down to them. I don't have to patronize them or make them feel less than. They are my equal. They are my flesh and blood. And so I want them to feel that way, that they are loved, and that their dad is there to, to help them and talk through them through things. And I think it's a win-win in both situations. Tip number two, going off of that, it's actually validating their feelings. So it's very crucial to acknowledge your child's feelings even if you can't always understand why they're upset. My child, I think, uh, let's go with Gianna this time. He's only 18 months. He's barely learning to speak. And that's a perfect example. So every time he wants something, he usually cries or he lets out a little noise like, eh, ooh, ooh, something like that. But he also uses his fingers to try to communicate. But if I feel that, uh, you know, or if we feel that we don't understand him, then he'll start becoming more aggressive, maybe start throwing things or hitting himself in his head something of that sort and i know he's trying to do his very best to try to communicate with us and as a dad i have to recognize this that my child you know is is stressed he's not able to express the things that he wants to say and as his dad i have to be understanding of that it's my job to understand what's bothering him but also i have to let him know at the same time that i'm here to help so let's move on to tip number three and that's offer choices Sometimes tantrums happen because children want more control over their lives. Offering them choices can help them feel like they have a say in things. So typically if I find that my child is upset because they want something, I always usually just offer an alternative. Let's say, for example, Sophina wants to read a book, but Gianna's reading the book at the time and sure she might get pouty. So I say, hey, you've got like 3,000 books in our office library. I'm sure we can find another book that you would like to read while Gianna's reading the other book. Sure, she might be probably saying, no, I want this, I want that specific book, I don't want anybody else to have it, I want to be selfish, and me, 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 me. But again, finding resolution with your child shows that you are making the effort and giving them the time that they deserve to find something that makes both parties happy, which makes your life happy. Tip number four, distraction and redirection. When tantrums start to brew, sometimes the best thing to do is redirect their attention to something else. Let's say my son wants to watch TV because he loves watching TV. But I say, eh, don't worry about it. We could do something else. So he might say, no, I want to watch TV. I want to watch TV. What I can do is bring out his favorite stuffed animal. Or I can bring out some puzzle pieces for him to kind of put together. And since his mind is like the memory of a goldfish, he kind of forgets about the things that he wanted in the first place. And again, redirects to the alternative uh, solution. That's always a quick and easy one, especially when they're younger. With once they're you know four, five, six years old, then just could be a lot more negotiating and explaining why the other solution is the better alternative. And tip number five: set clear boundaries. Kids need to know what is expected of them. Setting clear, consistent boundaries can help prevent tantrums in the first place. So one example of that would be family rules. We have a lot of family rules. Now, does my wife abide by them? No. Do my children have to buy by them when I'm around? Absolutely. One, I kid you not, is washing our hands 
before and after dinner. I'm very serious when it comes to like washing hands. I don't like touching things that like greasy, oily. I don't like finding crumbs on the floor, nothing of that sort. I like a clean, immaculate home. So my kids know that after they finish eating their food, they have to wash their hands, they have to wash their mouths, make sure everything's properly dried, and they can go and play and do whatever they want to do. But it's good to establish rules. Structure is important in a family. Communication is key. I hope my tips have been extremely helpful. I hope you use them in your own lives. So remember to think before you speak. Try not to react on anger. And just remember, we get to shape the kids any way we want. So we want them to grow up to be good role models, good people in society, people who abide and follow rules, and also show care and sympathy towards others. That's my goal for being a dad. So I thank you all for listening. And if you ever need a reminder, just tune into our podcast for some more parenting inspiration. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Be sure to head over to my link tree where you can access all my socials, which include my Facebook, YouTube, as well as my Instagram account. I'll catch you next week on a brand new episode of All Dad Jazz. Have a good night.